Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'd Cry. How are you all doing? How's it going? I am doing good. I'm doing very, very well. Life is going very, very well. Um, I mean, everything that I'm saying right now, I am not broke. <laughs> listen, listen, this month... I think I said it last month and last month, last week. And I was like, yo, it's too early in the month to be saying this. I have struggled. Like, I don't even understand how. But I understand it today because I went to put fuel in the car. 52 pounds. My car usually is like 30 pounds, 45 pound max full tank, depending on how low the fuel was initially. I can put my, I can put petrol or I would be able to put petrol in the car before with one mile left, yeah? One mile left, and I would spend £45. £52. I could vomit right there and then. Right there and then. Shopping, everything is expensive. I can't believe it. It's half term. Well, it's been half term. We haven't done anything that costs money. Nothing. I said to Olivia, baby, nothing is going to get done. I was like, oh, maybe we can go swimming, because that's one of our favourite activities. Couldn't even go swimming this half term. You know? <laughs> What's going on? Like, I don't know how I'm going to survive winter. Honestly, honestly, the house, like, the, you know, the windows when, like, the house is humid, but it's cold, but it, there's not enough heat to balance out the coldness on the outside. So you get, like, condensation on the on the windows. That's been happening. I've just had to go and clean all the windows. You know what I mean? Some mold forming in the corners. I'm just being real with you guys. So if there's somebody out there, also struggling you are not alone you are not alone we've been having struggle meals i've had to introduce olivia to the word struggle meals and to be fair they're not struggle meals but they're struggle meals where you're like putting ingredients together but these things i have to say this and i'm shocked that i'm even saying this i appreciate these moments 
These moments make you become so creative, make you become so frugal, make you become so aware of how much you're spending. We went uh, for a little food shop, me and Liv's, and and the money we used for the food shop was money from my piggy bank. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> so we went for this little food shop and I was like, have your calculator. I have the calculator ready. And I was like, do this some, do this some. And I was like, we got a fiver, mate. Right? We got to 505. We were like, <gasps> we literally stared at each other. <gasps> Mouth wide open. We, we said, what are we going to do? <laughs> Then I was like, you know what? It's cool because I've got some coins in my card. So I had to do the little, can we do five on cash and, and three pound on card, please? <laughs> the cashier was looking at me like, wow, things are tough. And I looked at him and I thought, things are tough. You know what I mean? It's It's been really, really hard. And I am not ashamed to admit when I'm struggling. I used to be so ashamed to admit when I was struggling because... I wanted to keep up appearances in it. I wanted people not to know that I'm struggling. But yo, send help. My PayPal is Iamtawonga at hotmail.com. Send help. I am not. I'll receive that money and I'll go, bet. This is nice. This is very nice of people. So Iamtawonga at hotmail.com. That's my PayPal. PayPal me some money. <laughs> send help. Ah, shame is free and I can't even afford shame. So what do you know? What do you know? Anyway, I'm so sorry that the episode is going to be released a little bit late. It is half term. I haven't had a chance to do it during the week. It has been so busy. I've been working and I've been mumming and it's just been a little intense. I'm going to be honest. Um, And by the end of the day, I am so tired. I've been going to sleep. I've been going to sleep when Olivia's gone to sleep. No, actually, I've been chilling a little bit for like one one hour, two hours, you know, but it's it's just been a little bit of a busy week. However, I am not going to not post, you know what I mean? So whenever you're listening to this episode, it could be Friday, late Friday release, or it could be on a Sunday, it could be on a Saturday, I don't know. All I know is this episode is going to get released for this week, but forgive me, y'all. Anyway, it's just me, so let's get into it. <laughs> The only thing I've got to get off my chest is this cost of living. I've got it off my chest so many times before, but I think the cost of living needs to start listening to the podcast so that the cost of living stops cost of living. In, you get me? I can't keep up. I can't do it. However, peace of mind. Whenever I see things increase in, like the weight's been increasing, that the more I can't afford things, the more I say to myself, Jesus is coming again soon. Tawonga, how can you say that? How can you say, how can you put the two together? Because the more we can't afford to live, the more we're going to depend on the government, right? And this is, might be part speculation on how it's going to come about, but it's not just me who's feeling the pinch. It's not just me. You know what I mean? So I know that at some point we won't be able to afford things, and there's going to be a crash, an economical crash. And they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, since things are so expensive, why why do we have different currencies? How about we just, just have one currency? It should just be a digital currency or something like that, right? So everything costs, you know, the same. And everyone's singing from the same, same hymn sheet and things like that. And 
the more things get expensive, the more I can't afford it, the more I'm like, Jesus is coming again soon for sure. But yeah, at the, uh, but in the meantime, I like it. I like it because I can't afford it. And yeah, and embarrassing if I didn't laugh, I'd cry moment. And embarrassing if I didn't laugh, I'd cry moment. I can't think of one. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I don't think anything embarrassing has happened to me besides the fact that I can't even afford to pay attention this week. I don't think anything embarrassing has happened to me. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're still on that series, you know what I mean? We're still on that little, I'm not an atheist, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to use your questions or your dialogue. Dialogue. Dialogue dialogue to you know counter that with godly stuff you get me so i this one is titled religion and war i think we all know about the war going on between israel and hamas is it hamas or hamas yeah irregardless you know what i'm talking about every person is siding against who they think is wrong not one person has thought of the reason they are both fighting. They are both very fanatic religions and their strong belief in hating blind fate has caused the death of so many. The truth is both are wrong. If we truly want a solution to the world's problems, religion should be dropped completely. There is a distinct difference between a unique culture and a community that kills or supports killing for their theory. I would love to see some atheist views on this. I don't feel a sane community is involved in this enough. Um, and then one of the answers to this said, not, not one person has reached the obvious, and the not one person was in quotes, quotation speech marks, yeah? Not one person has reached the obvious conclusion that there are horrible people on both sides who perpetuate the violence of their own reasons, just you, eh? There isn't an atheist position on this other than not believing in any gods. Get involved if you feel it's important, but atheism isn't a team and doesn't have a side. Okay. Interesting. Um, one of the answers as well says, uh, I know Jews who are actively against the Zionist oppression while condemning Hamas as the terrorists they are. To be honest, outside of astroturfing and propaganda, most people I know in real life seems to fall into everybody sucks here. Atheists aren't a monolith um, who can enforce our lack of belief. We just don't happen to believe to believe in a God. It's also not entirely a religious issue. It's a colonial one. The land belonged to Palestinians until the British um, relocated the Jews from Europe to form their own um, recognized Jew state with no regard for other people who lived there already. They essentially created a pressure cooker that would eventually explode. Thank you. I like this answer because you know what? Credit where credit's due. Yeah, credit where credit is due. Um, this is somebody who wrote this question without any knowledge of, you know, the history of the conflict that is happening. Um, and secondly, I like the fact that their own people have called them out and has have been quite objective with this. You know what I mean? Um, I suppose there's a slight, um, what can I say, stereotype 
from from both sides. I think Christians and you know believers will form stereotypes of who atheists are, and an atheist form stereotypes on who Christians and believers are. Um, you know, I think the lack of people believing scares Christians, especially because we know what we know. So we're rightly so, you know, going raw. You know, how can you not believe? Turn your life to God. You know, um, and I think the atheist is lack of knowledge and lack of wisdom you know what i mean like that lack of fear in god um so you dance to the beat of your own drum as in like completely totally without believing in god so there are two camps here from what i am you know really finding out and i've always said this anyway that there are two camps anyway it's either you believe or you don't you can't really be in the middle because that's already a decision of i don't believe you get me um so but the truth the truth of or the the real reason why I read that that question isn't to go into the historical um um conflict of why there is conflict and why they're fighting and who's right who's wrong but the thing is if i say this right is right and wrong is wrong you know what i mean biblically we see a lot of wars happening you know both teams both sides god's side and the non-believer side the lost people are like and when god said go to this land and kill off everyone and kill off their kids as well when i was younger i used to look at that and be like rah harsh you know how can you do that kids are so innocent but you don't understand kids continue the is it the theme or the I don't know what word to use, honestly, but it's like whatever the parents teach, teach their kids and whatever the religion beliefs are, whatever the cultural the culture is, kids usually continue that. You know what I mean? When I was growing up, I used to look at my parents' parenting style and be like, rah, that could never be me. That could never be me because I was looking at it from a young person's perspective who didn't have kids. Now I've got a child. I'm like, yo, Olivia, come. I used to hate morning devo- devotion. I, I kid you not. Whenever it was morning, morning devotion, I regretted ever being a Christian. <laughs> I regretted being born in this family. <laughs> I thought it was a chore. <laughs> True story. But now, now I've got a child um, we have morning devotion now and I see the very important, like the importance of it. If I didn't have that devotion when I was younger, I wouldn't see the value of it now. But then because I had it, because I paid attention to some of the things that, that were said and because it has helped shape me, that those were the conditioning years, now I am who I am. Now imagine my belief and my religion is worshipping idols and, you know, sacrificing to idols, sacrificing kids. That is going to continue, you understand, because it's taught. Um, So that's why there would be so much bloodshed, you know. Whenever the children of Israel would, you know, um, disobey God and walk in their own ways and not depend on God, in their camps, in their on their side, there would be so much um, people deaded as well, right? So there's always been war, but there is the right side and there is the wrong side. You know what I mean? So though it's not a completely religious um, religious um, war in terms of like why it's currently happening, the undertones of it are religious. They are religious because this whole world is religious. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's all spiritual warfare. It's all, it's all spiritual. 
good and evil is to do with spiritual that it, it is you know what i mean um but anyway the idea that if we drop religion altogether and that's when the world would be a much better place is wrong it's absolutely wrong it's false it's a bad 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 thing to even believe the bible says in in um in romans in Romans chapter 13, verse 8 to 10, it says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. I want that to marinate a little bit, right? I want that to marinate everybody just a little bit and I'll go and read something else. So this is in 1st Corinthians chapter 13 and I'm going to read until I stop reading because I don't I can't read the numbers at the moment, but it says, "Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal." And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding of mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that with um, then that which is in part will be done away right? When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I am, as, as I am also, as I also am known. And now abide in faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Okay? Let that sit, you know what I mean? Let that sit for a second, right? And then I'll go to John 3.16, and I think even non-believers know this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay? Now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To simply conclude, if every human loved their neighbor, and as we know by the parable where the man said, well, Lord, who is my neighbor? And he gave the parable of the Good Samaritan and how the Jews, a Jewish man was beaten up, robbed and beaten up. My guy got mugged. Yeah, he got mugged, left for, for, left for dead. And his own people, Jews, came by. Even a priest walked by, a Jewish priest walked by. That's their own kind. And they walked on by. You know what I mean? You know, they were so afraid. What if we get robbed? And Jews and Samaritans were known to absolutely hate each other. Like they did not get on whatsoever. They did not mingle whatsoever. And a man, a Samaritan man was walking by and he saw my guy. And my guy is done out, fam. Done out. And he takes this man. He takes him to an inn, nurses him basically, you know, um, dresses his wounds, whatever it is that he did. But basically nurses him and takes care of him and he goes about to do his business but he tells the person whatever he needs this is the money and if there's more that needs to be paid I'll settle it when I return that's love how many of us can say we demonstrate that love right most of us are willing to put our lives on the line for the people we love barely barely right but God is saying don't just put your life on the line for people you love, but put your life on the line for everybody. Everybody. Now, that is really tough. Even for me, when I'm thinking about it, I think I don't like everybody. But as the Bible says, let's go back to Romans, okay? Let's go back to Romans and... Let's go back to Romans, and this is in Romans uh, chapter 12. And this is, again, Romans is one of my favorite books in the Bible, so I'm always referencing Romans because it's got everything you need in there. But Romans chapter 12, verse 17 says, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men, not just your faves, not just the Israelites, not just the Palestinians, not just the Jews, not just the Samaritans, all men. Not just white people, not just black people. This society has has rotten us to the core. We are rotten to the core. There is no one who can convince me they're not rotten. Because we have all taken part in going in debates and going, no, but it's white people, no, but it's black people. It's people. It's people. And the Bible is saying it's people, okay? So it's saying have, have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it's possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place for wrath. For it's written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord, right? So this is the most important part. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will keep coals of fire on his head. Do not overcome evil, uh, do not overcome by evil, do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. Love is good. Love is good. 
when you see somebody struggling, love them. So the war that is happening is because humans, we lack love. Now, somebody's going to be like, oh, this feels a little bit like that Pepsi advert Kendrick Jenner took part in, you know? <laughs> Let's set our racism with, with a little bit of Pepsi. No, it's not that. It's just facts. Now, I want you to all, if possible, be still, close your eyes, and imagine a world where every single person showed love to the other person. When I am angered by a stranger, instead of, being angry and you know shouting at them I'll go to them is everything good like where did I offend you I know that this is easier said than done I know and I know that there are just evil people out there atrocious people and this will never work because people we are rotten to the core but with somebody with somebody it would work and that person would go raw that person showed me a great kindness. Now they would go, yo, if I'm ever peeved, I could also, you know, apply that method. Now imagine the domino effect if every single human we were like this. It's an ideal world and it's a hypothetical, but imagine the domino effect if every single human was like this, where you meet hatred with love, where you meet persecution with love and peace. You know what I mean? Where you meet anything that's evil with goodness now again i think i've said this before one of the greatest advice i've ever been given is from my friend k shout out kiyumba you know what i mean shout out you bro because i was so angry you know the anger that you think yo I could kill someone and don't even judge me. Don't do it. Take that away. Go away with that judgment because we've all thought things where you're thinking, right, <laughs> me, I could, I'm capable of that. I don't think I'm capable of murder, but my anger has been so much that I can see red. I can see how people see red because I get angry to the point where I know I could see red. You get me? But it's just the Holy Spirit that goes to anger. Refrain. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do things you're going to regret because you can't take things back. So I was angry, angry, angry. I was shaking. He came and see me and he was like, well, go on, what happened? And I explained it to him and I was like, I'm so angry. He said, Tawanga, who, how are you going to have an argument with somebody if you're not arguing back? I thought, yo, <laughs> yo, it sounds so dumb. But it's so true. If you are arguing, are shouting at me and I'm just silent, you are going to feel like a fool. And the Bible says a fool who argues with a fool, um, a, a person who argues with a fool becomes a fool. So imagine I meet that with why are you talking to me like this? Why are you talking to me like I'm your enemy? You know, what have I exactly done to offend you? Or I just meet it with silence and I go, are you, are you finished? And I continue being silent you know that's why the bible is saying it's like heaping coal on their head because you're meeting that with goodness you can't argue with goodness no one can say yo look at those humanitarians doing that that very good thing and i hate it people will start questioning you like are you good are you a psycho you hate people doing good by people yesterday i was my at my um my 
I would say she's my friend's house, but you know, she's more like a an in-law by marriage, through marriage or whatever. But anyway, I was at her house and her brother was there. And he was like, who can determine what's good and what's not good? Who determines what's right and what's wrong? And I was like, well, morally right is right and wrong is wrong. We just know morally there are right things and wrong things to be, to be doing, you get me? So if somebody is busy, irate, in your face, and you just stay silent and you are patient and you say nothing what exactly will happen right they're the ones who are going to look bad let me give you an even deeper example jesus was a jew and jesus all the prophecies in the old testament they're all pointing to a coming messiah right and the messiah came and his own did not receive him his own rejected him they rejected him so much so that they hated my guy they hated him so much so that they subjected him to a life of persecution jesus's whole ministry was filled with persecution was filled with near-death experiences but at some point they got him you know what i mean and at some point time came where he had to be sacrificed by prophecy they read these prophecies <laughs> which is so mad they read the prophecies of a coming messiah but this is why the fear of god is so important because it gives you the wisdom to really comprehend and understand what it is that you're reading there were people who understood that jesus was the messiah those were his disciples some of the people who heard about him the people who were healed by him but the leaders the jewish leaders the ones who needed Jesus the most are the ones who rejected him the ones who spent their lives studying the Torah and and, and telling people about there's gonna be a messiah they're the ones who even missed him you get what I'm saying right so anyway his own rejected him and the crowd was roused and you know the devil was really moving and they said crucify him they said crucify my guy but before that, he was subject to torture. They tortured him. They whipped him. They, they did all you can think of to Jesus to the point where he had to carry his own cross, dragging his own cross. But it got to a point where my guy had no strength to keep going. And they had another guy, another guy, his name's Simon. And they told Simon to take over and Simon did the rest of the way and carried the cross for Jesus. That's how much Jesus went through. Imagine my guy was hungry thirsty beaten up in pain and not just physical pain mental pain not just mental pain but heartbreak because yo do you understand what is happening right now anyway now before he actually got crucified um when they brought him to Pilate and herod for judgment right Pilate was like i see nothing wrong with this guy like i'm washing my hands on this right and the Jews said, let his blood be on our hands. Yeah, let his blood be on us and our kids and the, 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 the future offspring. Yeah, we are cursing them as well at the same time. You understand me? Why was I even telling you this story? I remember now. Um, so they're, they're, they basically are saying, put the curse on us. It's all good. It's a good way. Hate my guy so much, right? But the thing that I wanted to say is, throughout this whole ordeal, even when he was being tried, even when Herod was questioning him and Pilate was questioning him, it got to a point where they even Pilate even said, "Joe, 
defend yourself. Tell me something so that there could at least be a trial here. Like, what one? He said nothing. The Bible says it was he was like a lamb being led to slaughter. Innocent. Innocent. Right? And it was the people without mercy. And he didn't argue back. He didn't say anything back. Jesus knew that this was a foolish argument. Why am I going to defend myself as the Messiah when I have shown you all the signs that I'm the Messiah? I've given you all the proof that I'm the Messiah. But now you lot are irate. You lot are shouting, crucify him. And I am joining you. I'm matching your tone. No, he met it with love. Hence why John 3.16 is such a powerful, powerful verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have an everlasting life. The truth of the matter is the war that is going on, there's religious undertones because the, the prophecies need to be fulfilled and will get fulfilled right and the person who answered that answered it correctly the british empire have meddled in a lot of people's business you know what i mean <laughs> they're the, they're, that's the empire that does not mind its own business it's one of the evilest empires i don't care what people say i live in england i know but it's one of the evilest empires because it, it comes across so peaceful when i get on with everybody but it is shady <laughs> the brits are shady you know um so they, this is true. This is exactly what happened, right? Now, spiritually and biblically, the Jews are always going to feel entitled to that land because biblically and spiritually, it's one of those things whereby God led them there. You know what I mean? But they gave up that. They gave up that. Jesus prophesied and even predicted the destruction of Jerusalem, but they don't want to come to terms with that. But, you know... So right is right and wrong is wrong. Killing is wrong. It's wrong. And it's sad. You understand me. But to conclude now, it's, it's, it's a misrepresentation to say if all religion was dropped, then everything would be okay. All of this, the whole world, the, the life that everybody is living, whether you believe in God or not, and I always repeat this, whether you believe in God or not, you are taking part in this spiritual war. You are taking part in it, whether you believe in God or not. So when you see people killing each other, it's not because of religion, right? It's not because people believe in God. It's because people don't believe in God. <laughs> I really want you to understand that and to let it sink in and to let it marinate, right? It's because people don't believe in God. The Bible is saying to us, love is the key to every single one of your problems, is the cure to every single one of our uh, um, every single one of our issues? It's love. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. Right. So it's not because of religion why we fight. It's because, and you know what? It's 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 because people don't believe in God. It's because people don't believe in the words of the Bible. If people were to practice the words of the Bible, this world would be a much better place. Heck, this world was meant to be this way. It was meant to be an all-loving world. We were meant to be kind to one another and love one another and help one another and not keep things like, oh, right, I, couldn't, I couldn't give you £10 because I don't know you. We were meant to say, yo, you need money. The thing is, currency was probably not even going to exist. You, you know what I mean? But, you know... We are in this position. We are meant to help everybody. There is no one who should be beneath us. 
there is no one we should be like, why would I help you? And the Bible says, the, a person who does not help his relatives, that person is scum. Yeah, and I'm just paraphrasing here. The Bible doesn't use the word scum, but I'm paraphrasing. That Bible will not in that that not that Bible. That person will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right? Pretty much, you are you are the law of the law. If you can't even help your relatives, if you can't even love your relatives, if you've shunned your own relatives, if your relatives have to jump through so many hoops for you to even see them, what more your neighbor? You don't have love inside you. You understand what I'm saying here? So. The cure is not drop religion. The cure is believe in God, fear God. Because when you fear God, you don't want to make a move without God's consent. When you fear God, you realize that it's important to love people. And you don't love it because you're under duress. You love it because you, you don't love them because you're under duress. You love them because it's the right thing to do. If you fell over, you would wish somebody to help you in that moment because you're embarrassed. You'd wish somebody to show kindness. If your house had fallen down and you had nothing, you would wish for kindness from people, from strangers. You would appreciate it. It would move you. You understand? So us as spectators who are watching war going on, the history of why these people are fighting, it's there, it exists. But the truth of the matter is it's a loveless people a loveless people will kill each other yeah a disobedient people will kill each other the bible is clear if you walk contrary to me let me even just read it to you for you because i don't want to paraphrase nothing for nobody <laughs> too tough you know what i mean i want us to have the facts and the figures from the bible so um it says this is Leviticus 26 and verse 17 says, I will set my face against you and you shall be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you shall reign over you and you shall flee when no one pursues you. Okay. And then it says then, and this is um, verse 21. Then if you walk contrary to me and are not willing to obey me, I will bring on you seven times more plagues according to your sins. I'll touch on this. I'll, I'll, I'll explain this in depth one day right i'll explain this in depth one day but what the bible is basically saying is walk in my ways and my statutes and walk in my commandments my laws life is cool and my laws are just my laws are teaching you to love one another my laws all of my commandments the 10 commandments are compressed into just to love your god love your neighbor just two the key word here is love, circle. And if we go back to 1 Corinthians, the greatest of these is love. If I do this but have not love, it's pointless. If I, if I, you know, um, prophesy but have not love, it's pointless. It's all about love. Our lack of love is our lack of fearing God, our lack of believing in God, our lack of trusting in God. And we put in everything in ourselves and the devil plays on that the devil eats away at us when we have no love in our hearts the devil can dwell in there because the devil is empty he's destitute he's dark he seeks all things chaos and if you don't have love your life your life is chaotic so 
No, it's not just a religious war, but it is because this is all spiritual warfare. This is a spiritual war. It's a spiritual battle. It's the battle between good and evil. Killing is evil. You understand me? This is murder. It's evil. Thou shalt not murder is literally a commandment. You know what I'm saying to you. So I don't know if I've made sense, but I hope you can really deep it and ponder and think if the every single person on this earth was to love one another. I don't have to believe what you believe, but if I respect what you believe and still show love to you, it will be reciprocated, right? But the truth of the matter is there is only one God. There is only one living God who is in heaven. You understand me? So other religions teach other religions teach killing other religions teach chaos that's the spiritualness of it that's the spiritual battle of it because those religions are satanic if it's against god's laws of love everybody do not take it upon yourself to go and kill people, to go and annihilate people. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. If you don't believe in those words and you think you as a human have got authority to kill and your religion tells you you should kill, that's a godless people. That's a satanic people. Quote me. Quote me. Okay? So we are rotten to the core sin has corrupted us and it has rotten us the wars that are happening is because there is no god it's a godless people it's a godless nation okay they are godless people the jews can tell you they believe in god and i can tell you for a fact they do not believe in the god of the bible they have their own belief system there is one god one church you know what i mean so you know it is really uncomfortable because it is going to strike a nerve and touch somebody and and you know make people go rah how can you talk like this read your bible read your bible and pray every day you know what i mean because when you read your bible you realize that what i'm saying is not my own opinion it's the truth a godless people are a corrupt people and there's only one truth the truth about God is not all different truths mixed with error because truth is truth. Truth is pure. In the Old Testament, when God was telling them to build the tabernacle, he said, I am holy. I am holy. Behave holy. Only those who are consecrated can even come to the tabernacle of me. In you know, he basically say, I am God. I like holy things. He likes truth, not error. So, friends, let me leave it there. Let me leave it there. I hope we have learned something here, okay? I hope we've learned something here. I hope, um, you know, you don't hate me too much that I have not, uh, I have not offended too much. <laughs> if I have offended, you know, your quarrel is not with me. It is with God. It's never with me. It is against the truth. But let me leave you with this, okay? Um, faith, hope, love. The greatest of these is love.
Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.